I would give you spiced wine to drink, the juice of my pomegranate. His left hand is under my head, and his right hand embraces me. The church just sees everything that's sexual as like bad or like needs to be censored when this is in the Bible. <laughs> this yeah. is in your holy book, this is your God's word, you know? Hello and welcome back to Bible Girlies. As always, this Hello. is Ruth and Julie. Yes, it is. Today we're going to talk about this erotic novel from, from the Bible <laughs> that I feel like a lot of people don't even know that exists. Like, it's insane. Mm. But this it's called The Song of Solomon, <laughs> who was like a king back in the day or like a monarch in ancient Israel but um, I did a little bit of googling <laughs> and it's they're not sure if he wrote it like it could be that his name was just added in afterwards because that's what people did uh, so it's probably not actually his poems but um, it is very interesting yeah it is I'm so excited I didn't know until today like what this episode was gonna be until you told me and I was like oh my god I'm interested to see what this is gonna yeah, like some po. I didn't even know that the Bible had poems yet alone, e erotic poems. Like <laughs> that's yeah. the next level. And and you also said before that it was from the Old Testament, so that's yeah. also so it's even more like from the more conservative era, even. Yeah, or at least like the Catholic Church is more conservative, but maybe the Old Testament is really wild. Honestly, like mm -hmm. so far, what we've done from the Old Testament has been so chaotic and yeah so you know i mean the new one we had the new the new testament story we had with jesus like throwing plates was also a bit chaotic but i feel like the old testament is just like death destruction kind of vibe yeah bible so. is wild it's the wildest book i've ever came across honestly and the fact that christianity is such a strict religion if you really like follow it it's so funny when you think that about the fact that they follow the Bible. It's like, they follow this crazy book, yet they are supposed to be so obedient and so not crazy themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get right into it. Let me just say that this is going to be dialogues between young woman and her love, um, her lover. And it's going to say like she and he and then you know one of them is gonna speak okay here we go <laughs> she let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth for your love is better than wine your anointing oils are fragrant your name is oil poured out therefore virgins love you draw me after you let us run the king has brought me into his chambers i am dark but lovely do not gaze at me because I am dark, because the sun has looked upon me. My mother's sons were angry with me. They made me keepers of vineyards, but my own vineyard I have not kept. My beloved is a sachet of myrrh that lies between my breasts. <laughs> Just like jaw dropped. <laughs> oh, I'm speechless. My God. Yeah, that sounds does it sound like it's from the bible no it sounds like not a fan fiction but it sounds like you know <laughs> something that's a little bit like like really spicy actually and very... yeah but you know it's actually funny because <laughs> sometimes and this is you know it's not accurate at all but sometimes i fall into thinking this way and i know a lot of other people do that everything in the past they were just so much more conservative and like restrictive and like mm -hmm. proper and not like you know not this way at all and yeah. I mean, they were just people like us so maybe they were not as boring and vanilla as we think <laughs> yeah honestly that's why i was thinking like when i was reading this these people also had sex lives <laughs> and like i don't know like mm. they also like fell in love and had all these feelings and had crushes and which is like i don't know you don't think about that so much it's crazy yeah yeah because i always think like oh before before us like everyone who's like a different generation they were just so like they didn't even care about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just wanted to get married and like 
I don't know. Yeah. And it's not true because I've heard statistically these days, our generation, like, we're, like, the most tame yeah. in, in such a long time. And, mm-hmm. like, people are celibate, all, like, a lot more these yeah. days than they used to be. Like, by choice. Not just incels, like, they're <laughs> chosen celibate. Yeah, and I've heard this this statistic as well that people in relationships also have sex a lot less, and they think it's because of you know we have so many other distractions like mm. our phones and so many things we can watch and whatever. But like back in the day, if you didn't have that, then like what else are you gonna do? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like to pass the time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, honestly, because. Yeah, our phones are giving us so much endorphins, is that what it's called? Like, so much joy. (laughs) We don't need to find it elsewhere. Yeah. Kind of sad, to be honest. Yeah, or or people are, you know, know, smoking or, you know, there's so much other things you can do to feel that, like, happiness that you maybe didn't, you you couldn't do back, like, 1000 BC, you know? Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. But yeah, it is kind of sad because it is, like, I don't know it's just it's sad that we're just like no like don't touch me and and these days i don't know yeah (laughs) even if people are in relationships are like no i'd rather be on my phone (laughs) yeah it's crazy oh my god but yeah anyway this girl in the story so she's like a like a tanned (laughs) vineyard worker so she works outside Mm -hmm. and i think back then already being tanned was a sign of being like lower class and stuff but she's like a working class girl and I don't know, I, I read this somewhere that the man is like a handsome and stately shepherd <laughs> and they're getting married or something. Oh. Yeah, so that is a little bit of context for this. Okay, so she's like talking about her fiancé. Yeah, but I, I don't know, I love this, like, I am very dark but lovely. Is that saying like... Even though I'm a working class girl, I'm still pretty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. It's like, don't mind me being working class. I'm still (laughs) lovely. But isn't he also working class if he's like a shepherd? Yeah, I think so. But I feel like shepherd is slightly above like Mm. a vineyard worker. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think because she says like, I like I work at my mother's vineyard or something, but my own vineyard I have not kept. So I feel like she will not have her own vineyard. Like she doesn't want to do that. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. Yeah. Also the line, <laughs> your name is oil poured out. Therefore virgins love you. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like imagine if someone made a song like that or said that in like a song nowadays. Mm-hmm. It would be like, I would be so confused. I would be like, what does that even mean? It feels so problematic, but I don't know why. <laughs> you know, like, is it even problematic? I don't know. But it yeah, also I feels guess... like something like Kanye, Kanye West would say. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as controversial as Kanye West is, he is, in my opinion, a lyrical genius. <laughs> I really like, I have to say, I like Kanye West's music. Mm-hmm. I know he's. He says all these weird things and but I mean he is like I love listening like to the to the <laughs> lyrics of his music. <laughs> but no, I I mm-hmm. think I've heard that back back in the day like the word virgin doesn't mean the same as it does today. It was just more an unmarried person or like a single person. Mm. So maybe it more oh. means so like oh all the, like the singles, you know. Oh yeah, kind of. Ah, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. (laughs) Yeah, because that's also what I've heard with like Virgin Mary. It's not that she was a virgin necessarily. It's just more that she was unmarried. But then now later, for some reason, that virgin means what it means. It's yeah, has different meaning now. Yeah, no, that makes sense because it's kind of like if you date someone, then you're gonna get married. (laughs) So like, and you can only have sex when you're married. So like, yeah, it makes sense that Mm. virgin is just like. Yeah, a term for all the single ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's like obsessed with him because yeah. He smells he has, so good. <laughs> yeah, he smells so good and like even his name is like amazing. Like, yeah. Which is so kind of funny because that's how people are still today. You know, people will be like, "Oh my god, 
if they're obsessed with someone even their name you know will yeah. be amazing to them yeah i don't know i just love this language being like my beloved yeah. is to me a sachet of myrrh <laughs> that lies between my breasts like i don't know yeah oh we don't say beloved anymore no oh, what a shame or like i don't call my lover like <laughs> i don't call her like a lover first of all yeah. but i also don't i'm not like oh my god your oils are like <laughs> so fragrant <laughs> i don't know yeah no i mean some people call their partner like their lover and i like it's always people that i don't like who do it <laughs> like i don't it's just like i don't know it sounds kind of cringe yeah. but i mean maybe yeah if everyone did it it would just be more normal yeah i say it no. as a joke sometimes but i could never yeah, say yeah. it like seriously you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I know what you mean because <laughs> yeah. some people say it's serious they're like me and like my lover in yes oh my god it's like okay (laughs) i mean not to judge or anything do you (laughs) who am i to judge like (laughs) yeah that's true i'm just like don't even have anyone (laughs) i'm just like hating people for calling their like significant other their lover like (laughs) Like, wow you're so embarrassing Now, this is from his perspective. He. Your eyes are doves behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goats leaping down the slopes of Gilead. Your lips are like scarlet thread and your mouth is lovely. Your cheeks are like halves of a pomegranate behind your veil. Your neck is like the Tower of David built in rows of stone. On it hang a thousand shields, all of them shields of warriors. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle that graze among the lilies. <laughs> Sorry. Until the day breathes and the shadows flee, I will go away to the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. You have captivated my heart, my sister, my bride. You have captivated my heart with one glance of your eyes, with one jewel of your necklace. How beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much better is your love than wine and the fragrance of your oils than any spice. Oh my god. <laughs> that is so oh my, It first, First of all, have you watched Handmaid's Tale? Just a little bit, not the full thing, but yeah. Because they call their new country Gilead, so I'm like, oh, oh my god. I don't know, I just noticed that. Crazy. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a biblical place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, wow, what a crazy love letter. Like, this is so wild to say someone's hair is like a flock of goats. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and just like going through all their like physical, fe- like f- all their features, like your lips, your mouth, your cheeks yeah your neck <laughs> it's so cool yeah i don't know it's not like spiritual where it's like oh just god somewhere above like this is very about the flesh this, i love your mm. body specifically and all yeah. the specific parts of your body like and i feel like if you're in love everything about them physically as well is like, so nice <laughs> yeah yeah and it's not about being objectively attractive or like society standards it's just more you know you're attracted to who you're attracted to you can always explain it but like if you're attracted to them then everything about them is just yeah your cup of tea (laughs) (laughs) and honestly i genuinely love this your cheeks are like halves of a pomegranate behind your veil like why does no one call me a pomegranate like i don't know oh that's really really cute and then there's things that are really funny but they i don't know they still sound romantic <laughs> but mm. also he's calling her neck like a tower of david <laughs> like, i don't know if that's what i want like anyone's like <laughs> how that's your neck is like think. a tower or your hair being like a goat i don't know that's also a bit random and your breasts being like twins of a gazelle <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love how much they talk about scents and, like, fragrances and, like, mm. I will go to the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense, like, and I love how he's, like, there is no fly in you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh, like yeah, that's it. true. Yeah, it's, like, you're all... Honestly, like, let's stop criticizing 
each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no flaw in you. You're perfect. There is no flaw. But yeah, I want to talk about how he calls her sister. <laughs> I mean, I've like cut a lot of things out, but they also call each other like brother and mother and father and sister, like all these things. And it's a little mm. interesting. This might also be like, you know, a thing where language has developed and had like a different yeah. meaning then. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but like. <laughs> and I was thinking how like even now, isn't it a thing that porn sites and stuff have like a lot of all these like stepses or like you know and i feel like is there like a connection or am i just <laughs> overthinking this i don't know has yeah, it always honestly, been like a kink i feel like it must be a translation thing yeah because i don't even think that, that that people i don't know i can't really truly believe that people actually have that kink i don't know i just feel like people just watch the first video they find i don't know that's, that's <laughs> what i and then they just all are about like stepbrothers and stepsisters and stuff so that's just what they want yeah I, I don't know like do people actually have the kink i <laughs> maybe because i don't want to believe it but i am like it must be a translation thing yeah i hope so <laughs> or maybe it just means like kind of like friend like you would call mm. you know them your sister i don't know maybe it means someone you are in close relation to and maybe mm -hmm. it's like you know when you get married you kind of become a family maybe it's something like that yeah i i hope so <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> otherwise yeah. it's not as cute anymore um, it's really what not. You said before. <laughs> but anyway also i really like how much they talk about boobs <laughs> yeah in the bible like girl <laughs> This was unexpected. Yeah, I didn't know it. Yeah, it matters a lot to them. A lot it more does. than it He. How beautiful are your feet in sandals, O noble daughter. Your rounded thighs are like jewels, the work of a master hand. Your navel is a rounded bowl that never lacks mixed wine. Your belly is a heap of wheat encircled with lilies. Your nose is like a tower of Lebanon, which looks towards Damascus. How beautiful and pleasant you are, O loved one, with all your delights. Your stature is like a palm tree, and your breasts are like clusters. I say I will climb the palm tree and lay hold of its root. O oh, may your breasts be like clusters of the wine, and the scent of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine is how beautiful are your feet in sandals <laughs> a feet fetish <laughs> no. maybe maybe we are also in the wrong because we're just like he's just talking about what he likes about her and we're like that's a fetish <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're fetishizing her buddy <laughs> no yeah i feel like he's he's talking about all the body parts very equally <laughs> yeah that's true but some of the descriptions I don't fully understand. Like, your round thighs are like jewels. Like, how are jewels <laughs> yeah. round? Like, I don't know. I feel like they're more, like, angular. and Yeah. Like, they're not that, like, rounded. I don't know. Or, like, your navel is a round bowl that never likes mixed wine. So, is he taking, like, belly shots <laughs> or something? Is it, a navel is that a belly button? Yeah, I think so. But I also, mean. how much can you put in a belly button? <laughs> yeah. Never, it like, never lacks mixed wine, like what does it mean i can see what he's trying to do but i'm not really sure where he's going <laughs> yeah like i see what you're trying to do but the execution <laughs> is like maybe i'm slightly off <laughs> that would be us if we were like his friends and he was like showing us this poem he was gonna give her we're yeah like, mm, sorry salaman <laughs> but this but also like, this feels so like fresh for some reason because i feel like now all the love songs and whatever they're always like you're like diamonds in the sky okay sorry i love rihanna yeah. but like you know it's always like stars and like i don't know but no one's ever like your nose is like a tower of lebanon that's what i want to hear in a love song it, it's a lot more creative than just your, your typical lyrics yeah even if it's a little off sometimes but mm. it feels like explosive it just has everything and there's so much to analyze with this text if it was like a song yeah, put a melody behind it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I also would not want my nose to be described as a tower. <laughs> maybe that's beauty standards again. Because yeah. maybe back then it was more beautiful to have a stronger nose. And today it's like as small as possible. Which is a shame. Oh, yeah. I hate like that so many like super famous actors get nose jobs. Because then what we see in movies and stuff like that, we just think, okay, that's just the norm. And then when we see someone with like a normal nose, it's like, wow. <laughs> like, what wow what a nose you have <laughs> anytime you see yeah. anyone you're like wow your nose <laughs> yeah and, yeah and i um i saw someone make a video about how hollywood is like when they make um autobiography movies or whatever it's called like movies about people who actually existed mm-hmm. they always cast actors that have smaller noses than the real people <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and it was so, and I didn't like think of. I mean, I don't think much about it. But then when you see like the comparison, it's like they always, yeah, it's they always just have such a small nose. Like I don't know, and a lot of people in real life have bigger noses than like these actors with nose jobs, obviously. <laughs> so, but so maybe back then it was like a sign of beauty to have a super strong, bigger nose yeah i know in some time period like big nose was like a royal thing somehow Mm. (laughs) yeah i don't know where i heard that but (laughs) i mean the royals did have some funny beauty centers sometimes though with other Mm -hmm. things like in elizabeth the first time like shaving off the eyebrows and shaving their like forehead so they had like a really tall forehead yeah like the the hairline but yeah interesting description still a tower still like (laughs) Also, to say that you're like a palm tree and your breasts are yeah. like clusters, and I will climb the palm tree <laughs> like Bible. Hello, <laughs> and lay hold of its fruit. Like, what's that even supposed to mean? Yeah, but yeah, also a lot of comparison to wine, uh, oils. So it's just very, you know, comparing it to a lot of like pleasant things and flowers. And- I don't know. It's crazy how like the church just sees everything that's sexual as like bad or like needs to be censored when this is in the bible (laughs) this is in your holy book this is your god's word you know i don't know and also why are they so against it because like reading this poem it doesn't it just it's just sweet it's just you know a couple who is like talking to each other about how they want to have sex like (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what i mean or like what they like about each other's bodies like why is that so bad yeah honestly and it's like if you be- like if you believe in Bible so much, then believe in everything in it. <laughs> you know this part as well. Yeah. It feels so like I don't know, explosive. <laughs> or like it just feels so sexual and like they're enjoying it so much. It's about yeah. like pleasure. I don't know. Which is not very common for religion a lot of times. I feel mm-hmm. like because they only think about reproduction and it's not about pleasure at all it's just about like having kids yeah. whereas they're not talking about kids at all in this so far but in in christianity it's or in a lot of religions mm-hmm. they don't care at all about like the pleasure of anyone and pleasure is almost seen as like a sin kind of almost yeah <laughs> and i know that there uh i don't know what religion it is but i know that there's a branch of a of a religion where they only like husband and wife will only sleep in the same bed when she's like ovulating because it's only for reproductive reasons which is just like (laughs) yeah so it's like even if they are married they're not even allowed to like do what they want it's just so sad because we wouldn't be able to enjoy it if we weren't meant to enjoy it and it's like we're just taking away such a big part of life by restricting ourselves and for what and i feel like christians just got everything wrong (laughs) like yeah. I feel like they don't even like read the Bible. Like it's crazy because they treat some things that's said in the Bible as an absolute and like there's no question, mm-hmm. and then other things as like no, just skip that part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like when I was googling this, and I saw like some I don't know like Reddit and other like forums where people were talking about like this Song of Songs or like Song of so- Song of Solomon. Um, and so many were like what the fuck like i had a very christian upbringing and i've never no one ever mentioned this <laughs> you know mm. like i didn't even know this existed or like people yeah. went to like sunday school and stuff their whole life and didn't know about this 
But we are here to bring it out to yeah. more people. <laughs> this is the Spreading most the important text in the Bible. <laughs> if we were gonna do a crusade, this is the kind of story yeah. we would bring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come, my beloved, let us go into the fields and lodge in the villages. Let us go out early to the vineyards and see whether the vines have budded, whether the grape blossoms have opened and the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does she mean by there I will give you my love? I mean... <laughs> What do we think it means? I was um, just about to say that, like, before before this chapter, I was about to say that, like, I guess you could argue that this is, like, very private between, like, the man and the woman or whatever and in their marriage. Yeah. But this is, like, before they are married. And this yeah, is exactly. outside. This is not in their bedroom. They want to go to the vineyard. And there she will give him her love. I mean, there's like it's so wild. There's like public sex in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, in the workplace. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think that um, girl defined didn't kiss until marriage. And yeah. here people are literally having sex at their work before being married in the Bible. It's crazy how people interpret Bible. <laughs> I don't know. You, you could just say that like, oh yeah, Bible like really encourages like pleasure like i don't know you know you could say mm -hmm. that based on this but no one says that it's just always like you are a sinner naturally yeah and you should be ashamed of having these kinds of feelings yeah or desires and you should suppress it and didn't one of um, the girl defined girls <laughs> uh didn't like they didn't like kiss before marriage even yeah that's yeah that's what they did they're like that could be a fun thing to do yeah okay and to our listeners if you don't know girl defined <laughs> is like they have like a youtube channel and stuff and they're like super christians and i don't know mm. it's kind From of funny. the us yeah yeah and they basically give uh, advice to like other christian girls they're kind of like i think these like acting like these christian big sisters kind of and yeah then people send in dilemmas and they give their yeah, advice on it and then yeah. they talk about their own like different experiences and then one of the girls she got married i think she was over 30 like 32 three yeah and she and her f fiance who went to a conversion therapy yeah like um <sighs> they decided to not kiss until marriage which there's maybe a reason why he agreed on that as well. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, she waited till her wedding day to kiss. Yeah. Which is also, like, it's so insane that religion pushes people to wait till marriage. Because it must be so traumatizing to be told your whole life you have to be pure. And you have to, like, not, like, do anything with anyone. And you have to wait for your husband or your wife. And then on the wedding night, then you're supposed to, like go full on in one like right away i don't know it's just because if you're not having those restrictions you can kind of ease into it more mm -hmm. and it's not there's not so much pressure as well because i could imagine if you're like religious and it's your wedding day and then people are like hmm, what are you gonna do later like that's so yeah embarrassing. like you know like you're gonna do something for the first time that's it could be just like and no one knows anything about it if they're both like you know following the rules and yeah. then you're just and so then it much doesn't pressure. feel like private anymore or it doesn't feel yeah. like it's just between you two because everyone everyone else is like expecting it and knowing that it's happening and like yeah and you back in the day in like royal families and stuff like that they mm -hmm. needed like witnesses to make sure that the marriage had consummated yeah like that's so disgusting that, <laughs> like that would, be, uh, that would be so awkward especially like for the man like the pressure to you know like get it going you know yeah um, but also for the woman because we are kind of falsely told how fucking painful it's gonna be for us yeah which I don't know. I think it's such a false narrative. Just like the same narrative of like, oh, it's so hard for women to orgasm. It's like so hard. It's almost impossible. It's like no, yeah. It's and I oh oh my god. Okay, let's talk about it. 
because <laughs> i find it so annoying and i uh, i see so many like even like sex experts or like sex therapists mm-hmm. be like no it's totally normal that you can't orgasm some women just can't ever do it and it's like girl <laughs> like i don't know as if i'm like a sex expert here but like <laughs> i feel, i feel like it's not like we just biologically can't orgasm i feel like it's like you have like some mental blocks like we all do because we live in like mm-hmm. you know a, such an oppressive like society and whatever and we've been taught yeah. to like suppress our sexuality and you know a lot of us like if you're like in a straight relationship a lot of us don't feel like safe with men and you know you can't just like yeah. orgasm if you're like if you don't feel safe <laughs> yeah you know you're just like hoping you're gonna survive like then it's not that easy to relax yeah and then they're just like no it's yeah. totally normal like some women just can't and kind of like giving up on it and i don't know it yeah. just feels so unfair because i feel like i don't know maybe this is just my opinion <laughs> but i think no, I like think everyone right. <laughs> or like almost everyone is able to do it you know honestly but we just don't have the right environment for it a lot of times a hundred percent i agree so much because i feel like it's just so natural that it's like breathing you know and yeah there's so many mental blocks too and that's like what's Mm -hmm. doing it and it's also it's just so unfortunate because we could just have such a more fun life if we weren't so oppressed yeah (laughs) and we could have so much more fun with each other and yeah i hate that campaign because that's Mm -hmm. what i heard even when i was you know like in school and we started having like sex education that's Mm -hmm. what they told us straight away like it's gonna be so hard for you guys like it's not even possible and they (laughs) but they also didn't explain like how you would do it you know yeah so yeah it's not it's not that and then people just are like yeah women's bodies are so complicated yeah it's not that complicated come on like we just don't talk about it and I feel like, I mean, obviously, if you have, like, sexual trauma, then it's easy to point out, like, okay, you might have difficulties with yeah, this. Yeah. But I feel like even if you don't specifically have that, like, there's just so many... We just have so many blocks around sexuality. I think all of us, you know? Yeah. And so much. Obviously, that's going to, yeah. like, affect us. And that's why it's, like, quote-unquote normal <laughs> to, like, not orgasm. But I don't think it's because our bodies just are incapable of it, you know? A hundred percent. And so many people are just uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, like when they're gonna have sex with someone. Like, to, like you know, they're not even gonna say like if it hurts, or they're not. They, they're not gonna like. They don't want to like. Yeah. Comment on it, you know, or like they don't want to tell them to like wear a condom or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. we're not even comfortable enough for like those kinds of things. Like, we're not yeah. gonna be relaxed at all. Yeah, and there's so many people especially women who don't even know what they like because they're so used to being like oh this is how to do it for the men you know like Mm -hmm. this is how it's supposed to go like i'm just gonna do what they like or you know they're just like going along and not even thinking what they actually like and they might be ashamed of it i don't know yeah i think i think they are because i mean a lot of our information about it is also catered towards men more so Mm -hmm. so maybe we subconsciously think oh, we are supposed to cater to them and we're supposed to, like, perform for them. Yeah. You know, it's more about, like, how they feel than how we feel. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad because it's not like we should all be, like, selfish then, but at the same time, it's it's something you do together and both parties should have a good time and it's possible for both parties to have a good time. Like Also, like, I don't remember. We have no sources on this podcast, so I'm not sure where yeah. I heard this. It's based on our own opinion and what but we've I, heard. <laughs> exactly. But I've heard this somewhere that there is like an over-representation of like, what is it called? Like sadomasochistic kinks or like BDSM. Mm. Is it BDSM? Yeah. And stuff yeah, like, like that? Words. Yeah. Like that's kind of like over... What is it? <laughs> it's over-represented There's... just mm. in general in the media and in porn and stuff where like everyone is like doing that and think that that's like that's like the cool thing that's like the trend almost and it's like of course like if you like that like perfect amazing but there's a lot of people who like are not into that at all and they don't even know it they don't even want to like admit it to themselves or like Mm -hmm. you know explore what they like you know and anything that's not tying someone up and whipping them and stuff is just vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and i feel like bdsm is like the only thing that's cool i feel like being like vanilla is boring and then every other kink is like oh that's so weird which is like i mean we also do that i also kink shame (laughs) like (laughs) i mean yeah but, but it's problematic that like there's only one way that's like cool with this bdsm like I don't know. yeah and i don't know why maybe it's because of like different i don't know it's, yeah it's more represented so it just feels mm-hmm. like this cool like edgy thing and it was in like 50 shades of gray yeah. which honestly was maybe i feel like that was a really huge culture shift. yeah anyway <laughs> i don't know i just wish everyone would just i don't know explore their own sexuality and just figure mm-hmm. out what they actually like like honestly yeah. like and not you know what they think they should like i don't know yeah and we need better sex education in schools mm-hmm. like not just our teachers who read a pamphlet it needs to be like real like you know experts who come out and like teach yeah kids honestly. from a young age also because our brains are kind of like fucked up a bit because i'm sure most people were like watch porn way too young yeah and it's just like that's obviously not reality Mm -hmm. and it's just but you think that is reality if you're like 12 and (laughs) that's like the first thing you see and then yeah even heard Billie Eilish talk about it when she was like really young like she started watching porn and then progressively like she had to watch things that were more and more aggressive because that Mm. like it didn't work anymore on her if she watched something more vanilla Mm quote-unquote and that's like what it does it just like fucks up your brain to feel like you need to be more extreme when it's not even reality like it's actors who are you know pretending and i feel like like sex (laughs) should be just like more about like the connection with the other person yeah and not the like crazy like i don't know stimulants or like you know like porn like porn where like it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier like it shouldn't like be about that i don't know (laughs) of course you can do crazy things if you want but i'm just saying yeah i feel like it should be about like connection more with the other yeah i don't know and that's what makes it exciting because porn is like the most insane um settings too (laughs) it's just i don't know it could be like i I don't even know it's just the most insane setting since always something you know slightly taboo like it's your boss and then you're like the secretary and then like it's like your boss slash stepsister (laughs) (laughs) your stepsister is your boss and they get stuck in a table or something (laughs) it's just so silly (laughs) and i think also porn and in like in another way because porn stars obviously is their job so they uh, groom their bodies in a way that they look completely like flawless to be mm-hmm. filmed naked and then people will watch that and think oh my god i don't look like that because they literally get you know plastic mm-hmm. surgeries as well mm-hmm. on their genitals yeah <laughs> to look good for the camera and so we not only the act itself we get a wrong idea but also just like how you look mm-hmm. and what you're supposed to like feel and it's yeah yeah i feel like porn really fucked us up it would be it interesting does. if if we didn't have it like what would it like our world look like because maybe yeah. there's a correlation between people having less sex these days and like porn being a thing and being yeah accessible. that's know. super interesting because we have so much more porn these days but then like less real sex like <laughs> yeah i feel like there has to be like something something there and i, I heard some stories about people <clears throat> who would like go on dinner dates and go on a one night stand with like you know random people mm-hmm. and then i heard multiple stories where it was like uh, often like men and women where the guy would have to watch porn while they were having sex to like get himself going <laughs> it's like yeah. what the fuck you have a real person here but you yeah. need to like go watch something on your like laptop <laughs> yeah same time like what the fuck but you know there's so many people who are like are so open about like everything like pro-sex in every single way mm-hmm. and it's like but is this like good for us anymore like all of this yeah. like porn and whatever like you know is it good for us I'm, I'm yeah not sure. <laughs> that's what i've been thinking too because you know in one way i don't want to shame the workers of the industry but at the same no, time i think the porn itself 
I don't know if it's good for us, especially not how it's done today. Like, mm-hmm. maybe if it was done more subtly and they would, I don't know. But then it's hard to say. There's just so much out there. And and I feel like it's such a yeah. small percentage of sex like workers or like uh, porn stars who actually you know it's like really their passion job and they really like it and i don't know and of course like i want to support those people but i feel like it's it's a smaller part of you know porn yeah whatever it seems like a lot of people i hear about who like leave the industry usually they were super young and they just like Mm -hmm. dabbled into it and then they got used to like fast money because maybe they're from a poorer background Mm -hmm. or like it's hard to get out of i'm sure if you're in it because yeah it must be hard to have like a nine to five afterwards because it's so different i mean there are some who definitely have it as a passion like there's some there's a girl that i follow on tiktok and and i don't know i love her like she's i feel like she's so cool but like she's one of the very few actually doesn't like who actually is doing OnlyFans because she loves it like i feel like truly like has a passion for it because she has Mm -hmm. like wealthier parents and she went to like these like these expensive schools and studied medicine and stuff like that and she, mm-hmm. she's like our age and now she's doing OnlyFans full-time but she's also making a lot of money and most people are not making that much money from porn like she's a millionaire because of it but like that's <laughs> not most people's story <laughs> yeah and I remember from like one porn documentary that I watched that like a lot of people like wanna be a porn star and then they start and they release like a few videos and then they don't mm-hmm. they don't do that well and then they don't get a lot of money out of it and now they you know those videos are up forever <laughs> you know on the internet yeah. you can never get rid of them also a lot of people don't even like know the risks of getting into it they think it's like easy money but actually not for everyone like it's you know it doesn't guarantee you money it can give you a lot of money but yeah not necessarily yeah and it seems like OnlyFans is like a place if you have a following already it's then you can make a lot of money off of that which is smart that those kinds of places exist and stuff and i'm sure there are also like companies who give out a good salary to their like actors um but there's also it just seems like there's a lot of like producers who just barely give any money to the mm-hmm. to like yeah the people in the videos and sometimes those videos are being seen by millions, so they yeah. should be paid a lot more than they are because mm-hmm. of their reach, but they're not. And it's, yeah. And it's like, it's not just, you know, like if we are doing like something acting wise and then we're getting barely paid anything and it's shown by so many people. It's like, yeah, there's no skin off our backs because it's not our naked bodies, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's annoying. And it's like, ew, like they just didn't pay me enough, but it's not like, there's not as many consequences to that but like if you're in a porn film mm-hmm. it's like you can never take that back it's such an interesting topic honestly. it is and i honestly feel like this bible story is just like it's so refreshing like <laughs> mm. i don't know i don't see a lot of stuff like this anymore like i don't know i feel like like porn and everything is it's so like detached and whatever and this is very like yeah this is about like love and sexuality together yeah that's true it's like they wanna be like they're like in love with each other like you can mm-hmm. feel the like love there as well this it's is nice what love should be about our life should be about yeah because yeah, it's like combined and, and i feel like today it's either i mean it's almost sometimes the, like virgin whore concept where it's like yeah like either i just want to fuck you or like i love you it's like like here they do both <laughs> and it's so nice <laughs> yeah let's see more of this like, okay in our media and stuff like please please and bring you into the house of my mother she who used to teach me i would give you spiced wine to drink the juice of my pomegranate his left hand is under my head and his right hand embraces me set me as a seal upon your heart as a seal upon your arm for love is strong as death jealousy is fierce as the grave its flashes are flashes of fire the very flame of the lord i was a wall and my breasts were like towers i then i was in his eyes as one who finds peace I'm speechless again. <laughs> oh my god. The the juice of my pomegranate part? I know. 
so basically they go into her mother's room and she gives mm-hmm. him the juice of her pomegranate <laughs> like oh my god is this like oral i don't know yeah it must be this is so nice <laughs> i don't know like yeah. the bible is like pro women's pleasure apparently i don't know also i'm gonna start calling it the juice of my pomegranate from now <laughs> like yeah honestly, pomegranate it's... is so sexual somehow pomegranate is so nice i don't know <laughs> i mean he also described her cheeks as pomegranates before so it's like yeah. a common thing. but yeah i mean i feel like this is so obvious like yeah that's what they're doing no but it's also it's like still you know like i love you but it's also like a lot of passion mm-hmm. you know love is strong as death it's just like flame and fear like those words are just so like, passion filled <laughs> but then it's also like then i was in his eyes as one who finds peace so it's just like a secure love as well yeah exactly sweet. it has like everything <laughs> These are the kind of like poems you want written to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen those like TikTok trends? It's like, why is it always like, hey, baby, are you up? And not like, <laughs> and not like this like full on poem about you, you know? Yeah. Why is it always like, hey, babe, you up? And not, yeah. The flashes of flashes of fire. <laughs> yeah. The very flame of the Lord. But honestly, I love that part that it's like the very flame of the Lord because it's like the mm. God, like in this sexual moment, God is here. You know, like yeah. I don't know, this is where you find God, not like in a temple, but like in like sex. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and in the pleasure, like that's so cool. Yeah, that is very cool because it's always kind of made to seem like it's opposite. Like this is yeah. so like sinful and god is ashamed at you <laughs> yeah and just but no this is that where is you so find good. god i love this poem and i love that it's like both people's perspective too so mm-hmm. and they are like you know on the same page and yeah it feels equal not the usual man pursuing a woman narrative like they're yeah. both equally into each other they're both both equally taking the lead like ch- like switching in that and like yeah. taking the initiative and stuff just amazing to hear because i'm sick of the old like just wait for the man to do everything yeah because it's just both people should just have equal amount of passion in it in a relationship and like show it exactly and both like really want each other which is so nice because then they're also gonna both feel loved and wanted like Mm -hmm. you know i don't know it should be like it is in the bible (laughs) yeah like where can i find myself what is he called like a a shepherd (laughs) yeah where can i find myself like a a shepherd yeah a passionate shepherd that you can take to the vineyards (laughs) yeah that's all i want i don't know and it's so nice that she is also leading him here like come come to Mm. my mother's room (laughs) i'll give you the juice of my pomegranate yeah which is nice. I, I like that it's not portraying into like the um, traditional gender roles here, which is crazy because this is like yeah. such an old text. But yeah, it's what we talked about in another episode. Like men and women are maybe not that different in mm-hmm. our opinions. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just exhausting to like feel like you have to submit to a role and not mm-hmm. just like be able to be yourself <laughs> a little bit. Like, yeah. So it's refreshing to see. Like you find peace in his eyes or something mm. like it's also such a, like a peaceful and safe relationship and they are getting married it's like safe and so passionate at the same time and so yeah. like they're still kind of like sneaking around like yeah. i don't know it just has like everything you would want yeah it honestly it does it does have all the the yeah ingredients of, of the <laughs> ideal relationship yeah because it's like romantic because they're kind of like keeping it to themselves a little bit and what we were talking about earlier how like you need to feel safe in order to orgasm and stuff like this just proves it i don't know honestly because it's almost like people think like oh if you're in you know a committed relationship it's just so boring that (laughs) yeah who even cares but then at the same time like when i sense you don't even fucking know them. How, how are you going to be passionate about a 
complete stranger. I mean, obviously it can happen, but it's not, I don't know. I don't really buy it. (laughs) I don't really buy it. Sounds like a scam. (laughs) Yeah. What a nice poem, honestly. Yeah. And like, no shame to anyone who's like, likes one night stands and stuff, obviously. Yeah, yeah. We're not shaming anyone. (laughs) Um, No. This is just our opinions and you can have your own. (laughs) <laughs> and we can all have different opinions yeah i just think this is so refreshing even though it's yeah. like thousands of years old but it feels so new <laughs> yeah it feels kind of like a breath of fresh air and and more modern and like it's like layer two mm-hmm. today i feel like it's just we're so like black and white about like so many things and also with like sexuality and like stuff like that it's like yeah sick of it yeah obsessed wow like who would have thought that we would have such a poem yeah to talk about in bible girlies like now i'm in love with the new testament again <laughs> the old testament no the old testament yeah <laughs> after yeah. those like horrifying adam and eve stories and stuff when i like absolutely hated this but <laughs> yeah. i'm back and i like it again <laughs> i mean notice how god wasn't really in it <laughs> yeah oh my god they just felt god in the yeah passion flames but other than that god wasn't here to like judge or do anything yeah or like break up families or kill people (laughs) (laughs) or punish them for whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's more fun when he's not around it's kind of like you know when you're at work and your boss is like when your boss is there everyone is like a little bit on edge (laughs) and then when they're like not there it's like oh yeah we can relax and we're having a better time yeah thank you for that story rude of course okay thank you guys for listening thank you everyone let us know what you thought of the episode if you want (laughs) let us know you can dm us on instagram or comment or whatever yeah whatever you feel like (laughs) and uh yeah then we'll see you next monday see you next monday Bye. Bye.